0: volleyball coaches. This is Whitney with Get the Pancake, a podcast for volleyball coaches. I read articles to you from getthepancake.com, mainly on coaching philosophy. Today we're going to skip the long intro. I do have a couple of quick announcements, but I'm going to save those for the end of the episode. So let's just jump into today's article, which is three reasons to encourage failure. Three reasons to encourage failure by Whitney Bartouk from getthepancake.com. As a volleyball coach, accepting that failure is a part of the learning process can be hard. In an ideal practice, we would see a mistake, explain how to correct it, and the problem would disappear. Or maybe during a tournament, when we're trying to run a new play for the first time, we get a kill. This doesn't happen very often. If you're a seasoned coach, you've probably tried to correct a player's form, only to see them go back to their old ways five minutes later or you pump up your team that now is the time to try that new play and they get blocked and lose their momentum and maybe even lose a little faith in your coaching. These are failures but we need them. Let's say you're too nervous to run that play. Your players won't attempt to run it until it's absolutely necessary and then when they have to do it, it'll be too late for them to have worked out the kinks. Failure when it matters is much worse than failure when it doesn't matter choose when to fail. It's inevitable. It's inevitable because it is part of the learning process. If you want your team to push against their limits, you'll have to become comfortable with failure and instill the same acceptance in your players. If you're able to overcome this obstacle, you can be sure to reap these three benefits. One, your players will push themselves further. If you had a coach who made you drop and do 10 push push-ups in the middle of the court for not getting a ball that you dove for, but shanked, would you go for it again? Maybe. If you do, it's out of fear of more push-ups and embarrassment rather than a sincere desire to help your team out, cover your area, and dig that ball. Or you may shift responsibility for the ball, saying the blocker should have had it, or your setter left defense too early. Essentially, do you, as a coach, want your players to avoid punishment and shift blame, or do you want to recognize their effort and encourage them to try again? They may learn to read the hitter better and get to the ball sooner, resulting in a better pass. You're unlikely to get this level of dedication from fear. Two, your team will develop positive reinforcements for effort. The way you react to your team's performance is how they will learn to react to their teammates. If you are afraid of failure and yell at your hitter to switch to tipping after two swings out, you will soon hear the rest of your team encouraging the hitter to just get the ball in and why are you swinging? You need to tip it. Conversely, if you answer the second missed swing with encouragement, just reach a little higher on the swing, you got this. You'll soon hear similar sentiments echoing on the court. It's okay, you can do it. You've got the next one, no worries. Followed by a high five and pat on the back. Watch what you say, it becomes your team's subconscious mind. And as a side note, one attempt at positive encouragement is not enough. You have to permanently shift your mindset to one that embraces failure. You'll likely fight an uphill battle at first, but once your team is on board, it becomes easy and natural. 3. Your expectations will be exceeded. You must have full faith in your players, and they must be dedicated to bettering themselves, each other, and the team as a whole. But this dedication comes from trusting that they can fail in front of you and their teammates while they learn. Once they know that they can push themselves without punishment, they will surprise you with the things they try. This is probably one of the most satisfying results of encouraging failure. I can't tell you what your team may push themselves to do, but I know my players have impressed me on multiple occasions by running unexpected plays, making serving decisions that dramatically built momentum for the team, and flying out of nowhere sacrificing their body to save the ball. If these reasons don't inspire you to welcome failure into your practices, and even early matches or tournaments, I'm not sure how much I can help you. The last reason alone is worth a few missed swings here and there. If you are uncomfortable with the prospect of failing and it possibly not working out, I challenge you to consider one of my favorite quotes, which is, feel the fear and do it anyway, by Susan Jeffers. Okay, and that was Three Reasons to Encourage Failure, an article read to you from GetThePancake.com. I do have a couple of questions I thought would be fun to ask in the Volleyball Coaches Corner Facebook group. It is closed, so you have to request to join, but as long as you are a coach, you should get accepted. The first question I want to ask in our Facebook group is, do you encourage failure? Not just accept failure, but... Verbally and through your actions encourage your players to make mistakes while they're learning. The second question is more for coaches who need to encourage failure a little more. How can you change your habits to become more accepting and even encouraging of failure? And then the last one is if you do have a habit you're going to change let me know exactly what it is. For example, I know that when I get frustrated sometimes I'll sigh really loudly or I'll turn my back and walk away from the court just to cool down, but I do think that that's something that I need to get control of, probably change for the future just so my players have more confidence in themselves. Also, I did mention I have a couple of announcements. The first one I'm really excited about, but I'm kind of afraid to say it. The first one is that if you have an Amazon Dot or Echo in your home, I won't say her name, but if you have one of those, there is a Get the Pancake podcast skill that you can now activate. That way, all you have to do is ask for your flash briefing for the day and then you can hear the latest podcast. I'll include instructions in this episode's description. That way, if you would like to just yell at your Amazon device to read this podcast to you, you can do that. The second announcement is more just a thank you for Reading and being engaged with Get the Pancake on Instagram and Facebook. I recently posted an article about what players wish they could tell their coaches and parents, and I was really shocked at how much I saw that article getting shared on Facebook. I had a lot of people reach out to me personally and say things about that article. I encourage you to go and read it on the website. I'll include a link. But one of the comments I read in a Facebook group mentioned that it was a good reminder to consider the player's perspective of things and really to reevaluate what you're doing as a coach and making sure that you're keeping it fun for the players because that was probably one of the biggest concerns that players shared was that they're playing volleyball to have fun. They're not playing volleyball to earn you your championships. I'm summarizing, but that was a pretty popular sentiment that was shared by players. Okay, my final announcement is that I have committed to a publishing schedule, especially with the podcast, and I'm going to have a new podcast up every Sunday. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, whether that's in the Apple Podcast app or Spotify wherever you're listening to this, just make sure that you subscribe so you get the updates when the new episodes come out. It'll be on Sunday, so it should be a nice relaxing day to listen to some volleyball coaching philosophy. Thank you so much for listening, and I guess I'll see you next Sunday.